Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Woo! Wow. Yes, what? I'm ready. I'm ready. And every, I'm ready. Every time I see that, I'm just like, man, I'm ready to go conquer the world. <laughs> I, know, I love it. I get like chills every time I watch it. Yeah, I do too. I got chills here. And I know I was showing, I was playing around earlier. Oh, my name is Conqueror. I feel like Conqueror when I see that. You know what I feel like? I feel like I am more than a conqueror. Because Jesus says, I have already overcome the world. And Paul says, I am more than a conqueror because of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Break drop it. Wow. All right. I guess guess we got nothing else for the show, so we might as well just... All right. See you guys. Bye. (laughs) By the way... (laughs) I think people are starting to tune in just to watch that that intro trailer or the <laughs> title, title sequence. Title sequence. We should probably put some credits on there, like with GJ and with Dan. Producer, 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 director. Oh, by the way, uh, a word from sponsor. our sponsor. <laughs> a word from our sponsor. We don't have one. We got that. We don't have one. Before people start dropping off here because they think we're not having anything to talk about. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We do. And the first thing I want to talk about is, you see this little device right here? Whoa. What is that? It's my phone. And this morning, I'm literally, I, my wife was leaving to go to work. And I go into the room to do my devos because she leaves really early on, on Monday morning. And I'm doing there, finish reading my Bible, and then I get text messages on my phone, I'm, I mean, on my watch and my iPad, and I'm going, I'm going to respond. So I reached down to grab my phone. It wasn't there. And I'm like, where's my phone? So I looked on the, I looked on the nightstand, I looked underneath my leg, and I'm like, I, this is weird. I feel like it's not here at the house. So I looked up, find my iPhone. It's 0.7 miles away from my house at the corner of the street up the block. <laughs> I left it on top of her car this morning <laughs> and I go up, I, I literally pop during the car, go up to the end of the street and there it is sitting in the middle of the busiest road near our house and uh, it's not broken. So I got a major miracle happening. Well, we, we won't say what phone that was and what number. I think it's got a 12 though. It does, but here's the deal. It's probably the third, fourth phone in the last three years because I dropped one in Lake Tahoe. Um, I broke one, had to get it replaced. I broke another one, had to get it replaced, and now I have this one. So people don't want to know about my iPhone woes. How are you, GJ? How was your weekend? Before I say with that, the good news is you're healthy. You didn't destroy your hands. And there's a lot going on in your house, so 
Oh, man. My weekend was really good. Celebrated Alita's grandfather's 89th birthday. So I see Tammy and Des and Leonilla. Is that how you say it? Leonilla. Leonilla. Yeah. Good evening, everybody over in the Philippines. Hi, Tammy. Little whoop whoop. Shout out. Um, I got into uh, a project I shouldn't have got into, and that's called painting. And uh, so I painted because obviously we're uh, working on our new studio, which is behind that wall. Nice. And it looks pretty good. Good thing is it's got a darkness there because uh, I'm sure there's a few flaws from my my abilities. <laughs> Well, I, so anyway, I was I was thinking, I don't know how, what about you, but for me, every now and then I do something, and I'm like, I start having these flashbacks to like when I was a kid. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I remember my dad saying, here's how you paint. Here's how you paint. And that was coming back to me. And I was like, oh my gosh. <clears throat> so thanks, dad. He's now in heaven. I do have his, I do have his famous Bible. There it is. Worldwide. Worldwide known. Yes, and I'm ready to. Yeah, I'm ready to preach something. <laughs> so, how about you? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. We've had some major projects going on at the house, and this morning was no different. I've literally been not even sitting in this chair most of the morning, but I'm here. This is a priority for us, and I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. Even an iPhone that gets left on the top of a car and flies off and scrapes on the ground. That but like the sponsorship, by the way, exactly. them out. <laughs> I know. Right. Anyway, it is uh, it's been a great weekend actually. Um, and thankful that I'm just thankful, you know, I'm thankful for my wife, thankful for journey, thankful. I was my granddaughter, thankful for my, uh, for my family and shout out to my youngest Miriam who, um, just killing it right now and what she's doing. And, praying for my oldest. So just, I'm grateful. There's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of things going on, but just grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. Because you're the smartest guy and you have all the details and you have all the facts and all the world news. And I literally have nothing. Except for today. (laughs) We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. So can I, can I just start off with a little, Crazy. Dude, you're, it's your show. It's your show. No, just it's our show. show. I'm asking. I'm, I'm just your asking. Show. It's your show. May I have permission to speak? Please, may yeah. I approach the bench? No, it's your show. Do what you want. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I was disturbed. I, it was about four o'clock in the morning. I had literally shaken myself awake because I was having a, a really odd dream. And uh, I'm not saying it's prophetic, okay? I'm just saying it was an odd dream. But as usual, I have questions. So in the dream, I was actually at my parents, the house I grew up in, uh, in Baltimore. But the landscape in the, in the back was different and the neighborhood looked different. But it was the house I grew up in. And I was outside in the back. There's some wooded areas. And I, I kept hearing this. And there was this like live round fire going on. There was snow on the ground. And I said to myself, I better get inside. So I went inside. I looked out the back and I was literally seeing the bullets flying. And there was still snow on the ground. 
And then I, re I recognized, hey, where's Tanya? Where's Journey? My wife and my granddaughter. And I said, I need to go get them. But when I walked out front of the house, there was no more snow on the ground. I hopped into a car. And literally, I'm seeing these soldiers in full gear marching in the neighborhood. And there were people that they had locked up in uh, like zip ties and handcuffs. And they were all, they all had plastic over their mouth and over their nose. And they were escorting them somewhere. I have no idea where, but they started going down the street where I was. And I was in this car. And then as I'm driving away, I, this officer knocks on my window. And I'm like, that was weird. He came out of nowhere. And he kind of had, he kind of looked like an officer, but he was, he didn't look like he was all tidied up. You know what I mean? And so he says, hey, I've got this vial. This, it had red liquid in it. It had a dropper on the top. It, and it, it'll help protect you from, from what's going on right now. And in the dream, it's like, oh, it's a police officer. I should trust him, right? So I took a little bit, and I, but I got it on my hands. I didn't actually put it in my mouth, but I got it on my hands. So I was like, I'm not going to do this. And then as I'm going down the street, I'm now on this van, this like van that is real big. It's got cobwebs in it, but it's driving down the street really slow. And this guy, this police officer comes in and he confronts me and he looks at my hands and he says, oh, by the way, that, what, that vial I gave you was not to help you. It was to see if you had a virus. I'm like, that's weird. But then he gets closer to me. We get into this tussle. This is all my dream, right? We get into this tussle. And I, I literally knock him on the ground, put my hand on his neck, and I said, don't even think about touching me. I have constitutional rights. I let the guy go. He leaves. And I'm driving back up the street. And then there are these two pastors of one of the campuses at Bayside that are now in my dream. They just pop into my dream. And we're driving up the driveway back to where I grew up again in this van. We all get out. And... The guy, one of the pastors says, hey, I got all of that on video and audio. We should turn it into the authorities. But as we're getting out, there's this police car now behind the, behind the van. I get out of the, and I walk past the police car. There's another like Chevy Nova that pulls up. It's blue, dark blue. And um, the officer's name in it is Officer Turley. Now, where would that name come from? I'll tell you that in a minute. But he gets out and he confronts me. He doesn't, he's a plain clothes guy. And he gets out and he confronts me and he about what happened to the other officer. Well, he gets up in my face in my dream and I and I and he puts his hand on me. I said, Don't touch me again. And uh, and he goes, Well, I'm I can do whatever I want. And so I pull up my phone and he puts his hand on me again. And that's where I shook myself awake. And I'm like, that is the weirdest thing. First of all, Officer Turley, I couldn't remember where that name came from. But I remember back when my oldest daughter was 16 years old, that was the name of the officer that helped us find my daughter in Vermont. And I used to live in Baltimore. And um, But then Tanya reminded me of a dream that she had several months ago. And she felt like in this dream, uh, she the one thing that came to her was that there, when, when the permafrost melts and the boots sink into the ground, that's when the war will happen. And I put my dream and her dream together. And I'm like, wait a second, there were, uh, yeah, Tammy, you're probably right. But, um, but in my dream, remember I said there was snow on the ground and when the, when the people were marching, there was no snow on the ground. It was just really interesting to see all those combination of things. And I don't know how to fit it all together. I don't actually don't have any fear about what's going on, at least not externally. Uh, maybe I do internally, but I'm fully trusting that God is in total control of what's happening. And, um, I just thought that was super interesting. Anyway, 
I'm putting it out there for the world to hear, and whatever happens with that happens. So does he still have his larynx? He does. Oh, uh, that's, a whole <laughs> that's a whole other story altogether. What? What does that got to do with? That's a long story. <laughs> anyway, I thanks for letting me share. I just wanted to put it out there because I, I don't usually have dreams. And that was just one of the oddest things that I've ever experienced in a dream that seemed so uh, connected to what's going on right now. Well, you know, as you're telling me the story, I'm, I'm like leaning in, I'm buying into the story and I'm starting to like visualize what you're describing, <clears throat> which is a, gives me a thought. And obviously we have a lot, a lot of news to talk about today. Uh, so we could actually go things that make you go. Hmm. Sorry, I went the wrong way. <laughs> Let's try it again. Things that make oh, you go. Great. So one of the, the, the message yesterday <clears throat> Uh, the pastor Matt. So Matt, you're watching. Uh, I'm giving a shout out. Live life consistently. That was that was the, that was the the main topic. And finding a place of faith over fear. So Tammy brought up the you know the fear, <clears throat> and there's a lot of fear going on all over the world. We lived in a lot of fear over the last 14, 15 months. Um, and our trailer, our <laughs> our intro to this show uh captures a lot of that and and every day every day every week there's something so we got a lot to talk about finding a place of faith over fear and so i'm just gonna and this was in my notes so i think it's perfect to talk about it right now before we jump into those topics is that without faith it is impossible to please god yeah and if you have trust in anything other than god you're leaning towards fear let me say that one more time. If you have trusted anything other than God, you are leaning towards fear. And hope, which a lot of people are searching for right now, the only way you can truly, unequivocally find true hope, and that's only found in Jesus. Amen to that. So I'm not going to preach on, on those topics, but that was in my notes for today. And ironically, we, and by the way, we have not communicated other than we're going to talk about having a little bit of wisdom that's the only thing that we shared in the last 48 hours with each other about today uh so we're flying by the seat of our pants because i don't know what dan's gonna say and he didn't know what i'm gonna say uh so we're just trusting the holy spirit on this one um but somehow it always works out yeah um by the way before we hop into that conversation i want to give an update about last week so Last week, we had our discussion, um, same time, every, like we do every single Monday. And so far, let's pop this open. We have almost 16,000 through plays. Wow. I think it's the most we've ever had. Wow. And almost 50,000 views. And we've reached actually about 120,000 people with that video. Wow. And I've had more negative response, unfortunately, from the Islamic world than I've ever had before, or we actually, because I, I respond to each one of them. So they, they were calling you out, not me. Yeah, they were calling me out, definitely. But they were saying things like, I hate Israel. Israel's going to be destroyed. And then one person actually said, you will be vanished from the earth. <laughs> and I wrote back, you're absolutely right. I will, but it won't be for, by the way you think, Jesus is going to rapture me. So I was like, I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, here's my here's my question. Okay, why why are they singling us out about Israel on this? Because all we've said about Israel is that everything is triggered. End times prophecy is triggered by what happens in Israel. Whether you like Israel or don't like Israel, whether you're for or against, it is a fact based on the Bible that Israel is key to everything. And as we've shared almost every week, there's a lot of things that have been happening in Israel that we we bring, you know, that's out in the news. I mean, we're not coming up with this from a prophetic standpoint. We're actually just going to the news and then saying, how does it tie? Or here's something to pay attention to. And obviously, in my opinion, it's a great example where people are paying attention to what's happening in Israel. So, you know, it has uh, several meanings. Go, go really. What's that? Say, go pay attention. It's happening yes. in Israel. And actually what a lot of people have said about hating Israel and Israel is a terrorist state. I mean, that's I got a lot of comments this time around on that. And I just turned around and said, hey, whether you're for Israel or against it, whether you're Jewish or Arab or Palestinian, it doesn't matter. What matters is, is who is your Messiah? And Jesus is the only son, true son of God. God, there's only one true God and his son is named Jesus and there's the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have those, those things in your heart, in your mind and accept God's forgiveness, then it doesn't matter where you live or who you're attacking or who you're killing. Amen. So, um, yeah, I got a, a lot of chance to, to share the gospel with uh, people over Facebook on that last, on last week's broadcast. So, well, maybe, maybe they're singing out Brian. We, we've never got a bunch of hate mail. <laughs> Brian was on. Are you calling Brian out? Are you calling I'm, Brian out right now? I'm just saying. I don't know. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love Brian. We love Brian. Here's some great nuggets. <clears throat> um, well, I just, well, well, Ron Reagan, well uh, <laughs> By the way, there's a Ronald Reagan movie coming out, uh, I think, later this summer or this fall. Uh, well, hold on. We should get them to be sponsoring our show before we say anything about it. If you're well, out there. They're going to be at NRB uh, pitching the movie, and we're going to be like right next to them. Hey, hey. So, uh, well, that's a whole nother time. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, uh, here's what I know. Yeah. We're, th we talk about what we're for. And all these other things that we talk about, we're not saying we're for or against on any of these topics. What we are for is Jesus and having Jesus as your Lord and Savior so that you can have eternity in heaven with him. Amen. And, and with Dan. Yeah, I'll be hanging out in heaven for eternity. Yeah. And you'll be able to see GJ and I have, have our own little corner. <laughs> and we won't be talking about end times at that point when we get yeah. to heaven. We'll I used be talking to know about. Him. I used well, to know him over there. <laughs> you look much smaller than you do on TV. Um, <laughs> so no, we'll have our own chat up in heaven. It'll be called the New Times, not the End Times. The New Times. Just saying. Like hey, it. so let's. Uh, we should do some Earth news before we get to the whole wisdom conversation, because you have more than I do on this one. All right. I'm not going to give any specifics because there's a lot. Okay. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. a lot to talk about. I'm just going to give it. Here's my, here's my notes. Increased heat 
drought, <laughs> insect outbreaks, <laughs> wildfires, some out in, in your neck of the woods, declining water supplies, reduced agricultural yields, or fear of the you know, prediction based on the way the weather is and all these different dynamics, how it's going to affect crops. And obviously, some of that's affecting crops right now around the world. Uh, you know, I know my, my father-in-law is a, a farmer. He's been planting. So this is a time of planting. Um, so don't know what kind of yields they're going to expect here where we live. Uh, but that's happening uh, negatively around the world. Health impacts. I don't know if, we, if anybody's familiar with health impacts. <laughs> that wasn't a rhetorical question. That was, duh. That was those things that make you go, hmm. Mm. <clears throat> uh, and then health impacts in cities due to heat, oh, flooding, yeah. and erosion in coastal uh, areas. I think those are pretty much <laughs> the gamut. Plus, there's a continuing, ed, you know, consistency of earthquakes and volcanic activity globally. I don't think we got to really cover anything else, bro. Well, I just mentioned um, California, where I live, and Oregon is experiencing the worst water crisis that they've experienced in the last 127 years. So the last time it was ever recorded, 127 years ago. So a lot of that has to do with the drought, the heat, with lack of water. And if you haven't noticed the gas pump here in the United States, prices are sky high because of whatever happened with that Every, pipeline. Everything, everything is up. Everything. I mean, everything. produce is up. Plants. I remember I was telling you the other day on the phone that because that crisis happened in Texas with the freeze, that California is shipping a bunch of plants down to Texas to kind of replace what they've lost. So here in California, you can't even find plants that you want anymore. And then rock is actually super expensive and hard to come by because we have this big project we're going on. What's going on? Wood, lumber, 400% increase in the last six months. And uh, you can't find you can't find chlorine. What? What? How do? You, what? What makes you say that? I don't know. Some a little bird told me from Nebraska that you couldn't find chlorine. So, seriously, that's that's that that crazy. Normal chlorine for swimming pools can't get it. Can't order it. It's back ordered. And then if you can't get it. You can you're limited to one unit, and if it's over a certain weight, they won't ship it. So I mean, it's crazy. I, I mean, like, oh my gosh, this is reality. Well, Tammy's even saying she's not sure if she'll be able to find a fuel pump sensor. Oh, okay. Speaking of which, let's talk about computer chips because computer chips are actually in short supply right now, and Taiwan is the leading producer of computer mm -hmm. chips worldwide. And right now, China. Hey, computer, stop. Yeah. My computer, literally, Alexis. Computer, stop. Oh my gosh, dude. I got it. She's telling me, anyway, I'm not sure. I, I think I named that one that name, so I can't say that word when I'm in this room. But. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Tanya is literally listening to me on the camera and she's telling Alexa to play something. <laughs> Tanya, I love you. You hear it in the background? No, I don't hear that. I heard I heard the voice. You don't hear staying alive playing in the 
No, and now we probably won't have any views because we're, we're playing the music, and now we're going to get flagged because we don't own the rights to it. Oh my God! All right, so you're you're muted for the rest of the show. That's fine. Uh, moving on, moving on. Things that make you go, hmm. This is a great day. I'm loving this broadcast. People are going to hopefully laugh at a time when things are super serious. Right. Well, well, we talk about some serious topics, and obviously we have fun. And it's like, okay, when you're going back to faith and fear. Yeah. If you're, if you're living in faith, and I had this conversation with, with our good friend Jimmy today, and, and he's very faithful. So I don't, I don't know what that's why he's fearful. No, he's faithful. We're talking about faith and fear. And I'm like, when you're operating out of the flesh, when you're operating, you know, on things that you really don't control, then you're going to the fear side of things, whether you're in a, in a fear state. You don't have to be in a fear state. Are you moving towards that? Are you, you know, holding on to something? Or are you moving to something? It really doesn't matter. And I know we've had this conversation over and over and over between you and I and on the show. You know, the more you focus on something, the more you're leaning into it. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? Yeah. And really what matters is eternity. And that's really what this show is about is, is that are you ready as it, as it says in the, the beginning on that video, are you ready? Well, I know we're ready. And all these things that we talk about, it's it's actually crazy stuff. It's fearful stuff. It's, you know, it's uh, some of it is prophetic. And, and we're seeing it unfold right between, you know, right before our eyes. And it can be scary. And when you have a, a faith perspective and you put your trust in Jesus, uh, a lot of it really goes away because it's like, hey, worst case, you know. Something happens, I go to heaven. But we, our, our calling, your calling, and my calling, is to spread the gospel in a large way. And obviously, God's anointing the show, and we're having a lot of impact. And in spite of our bantering, in spite of our joking around, uh, we also need to have some light lightness because a lot of this stuff is pretty heavy. It is pretty heavy. And you know, my wife and I, we had. Who's, she's obviously listening right now. Is um is she? Well, I, I think so because she was yeah, on the camera. Music. Yeah. Anyway, she's listening to the camera. She says. So the we when we had she's this major, to get in on our action. I know, right? She had this ma- We had this major discussion this past weekend because of what's going on in the world. And interestingly enough, I felt like well, I've really disallowed all of that stuff happening in the world to impact a relationship, the one that's closest to me. Right. And so we can't let that happen. Like we can't allow the events of the world as, as hard as they are, as difficult as they are to impact our relationships with others. That's what the devil wants for us. He wants our relationships to suffer. He wants our relationships to be hate filled and anger filled. But Jesus said, love, love each other as you love yourself. Love your neighbors, you love yourself. And we do that by treating other people how we would want to be treated. And um, speaking of which, there's some things going on in the world right now where people are not treating others how they want to be treated. The wars and rumors of wars. And the only one that I can really talk about right now is what's going on in Israel and Gaza. Whoa, is- whoa, 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 whoa. What, what? Whoa, you just talked about Israel. Now we're going to get people going to chime in and bash Israel. I know, right? Well, here's let me, let me, since you said that, though, GJ, you're right. Let me just start off by saying 
not only do we love the people of Israel, we love the people in Gaza. We love the people in Turkey. We love the people in the Middle East. We love the people. We love people. We love people, period. And uh, a lot of the things that were talked about over this last week, I'm just, there's so much anger, so much hatred in the world. And that's what the devil is trying to perpetrate. Well, the battle between Israel and Gaza has literally raged on over the last week. There have been thousands and thousands of rockets fired from one side. And then there has been targeted attacks from the other side. Now, wherever you stand on this, the bottom line is, is that one side is trying to take the other side out. And the other side, the other side is just trying to protect themselves and targeting the military in that one area. So um, all that centers around Israel because we know that the Temple Mount is going to be a major deal. And it has been for the last uh, couple of, well, last couple of millennia. Um, and the one thing that I'll say about this, and it's kind of a bouncing back and forth between things that make you go, hmm, and the uh, Wars and Rooms of Wars, that there was a book that came out. I'm not sure if you saw this, GJ, but I was looking at it this morning. And this book is a new book published ahead of Jerusalem Day. And if you remember, in the news, Jerusalem Day was where there was so much, so much violence on the Temple Mount because the Jewish people were trying to get in and celebrate the holiday, the Jewish holiday of Jerusalem Day. But this book came out ahead of time saying that the Muslim narrative about the Jewish connection to the temple has been distorted. And this book showed throughout history how actually the beginning of Islam, which was about the 6th century AD, that um, where, they, where, they, where the Islamic faith, if you will call it, came out and said that Israel has no claim to the Temple Mount, they actually did say that they did, which is really interesting. That's what this whole book talks about. And it kind of sparked this major battle that's going on. And right now, as of today, Shavuot is supposed to be celebrated by people in Jerusalem. And they're not allowed onto the Temple Mount. There's been violent clashes with the police at the Temple Mount because of Jewish people wanting to get onto the Temple Mount and celebrate this holiday. That was a lot to say, but you have more. So I'm going to shut up now. Whoa. Well, I the rumors of war, and ironically, it, the rumors of war isn't with Taiwan and China, although we don't know where that goes. Uh, yeah. Ru Russia and China have... There's talks that they're teaming up. Obviously, Turkey's in the mix here. Um, Saudi Arabia. I mean, all you know, a lot, a lot of these Middle Eastern countries. Where they stand or what's going to happen, I don't know. But there's a lot of rumors going on. <clears throat> Even with the United States of America, there's talk about them, you know, doing things or not doing things. Um, so there's a lot of rumors. And what is key here? What's in the center? Israel. Mm -hmm. there's your sign yeah there's your sign and that could be part of things that make you go hmm, hmm. there's your sign <laughs> uh <clears throat> and then last week we did talk about you know what was happening on the temple mount and so there's another key aspect there's a sign so all these things are happening and this is found in all, all mainstream news this isn't just you know, we're finding it and, you know, or just one, one source. This is out there for all to find if you really go look. And 
There, I mean, it's like, it's like, okay, all this has happened right before our eyes. So what does it all mean? What can we do about it? Um, if you go to the Bible and start reading prophecy, they said there'd be perilous times. I call it perilous times. Is this the end time? I, I personally don't feel like it is. I feel like we're in the season, though. As we've talked about since we launched this show, uh, we're in the season. We're in the two-minute warning. And a lot of things have to happen, good and bad, uh, to lead up to uh, Jesus' you know, coming. Um, and they're happening at an exponential pace. An exponential pace. Yeah, we talked about acceleration you know, a few, few shows ago. And, and what I learned yesterday is every week we, we really got a, a theme or, or a you know a term and and obviously we've talked about faith over fear and you know where's your faith where's your you know are you are you fear driven by all this and, and and think about all the people that are living there whether they're in the Gaza Strip or whether in Israel or wherever I mean there's a lot of fear going on in the Temple Mount I mean there's a lot of uncertainty and and, and fear and then when you take like what we just talked about a moment ago, all the prices are going up, you know, 25% minimum since first of the year. It, that's, that's unnerving because like, how am I going to afford this? How am I going to pay for this? What am I going to do? Well, okay. If I can't get this, you know, as Tammy said, she can't get a fuel pump. All right. Typical things that you're like, Hey, you're going to go get something fixed and now you can't get, what do you, what do you do? So those are, those are all fear things. Um, and then you look at all this, the health health issues we've had globally over the last year. You know, there's there's a lot of fear. Uh, so so how do you overcome that? It's simply by giving faith and giving it to Jesus. That's number one. And then we've talked about things of um, you know dis- delusion or deception and elevated. We see it all over. I mean, you go read some of these these news headlines. Don't even read the news. Just read the headlines. You can mm-hmm. see, you can just see there's some deception. There's a false narrative. You may not understand why or what it means. You can just pick that up, especially if you're really taking it from a step back versus, you know, emotionally tied to whatever you're looking for. Um, and so how do you overcome that? And that's wisdom. And I'm in the book of First Kings right now, and uh, Solomon is now the new king. His his father David uh, has since passed away, and now Solomon is the king, the new king. And uh, he he asked for one thing: wisdom. He didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask for glory. He didn't ask for all this other stuff that a lot of people would ask for, and in, including today's, he asked for wisdom, and he asked for discernment. And he knew with the right wisdom and the right discernment, he can make the right choices, which would lead to good things, and good things would happen. And and uh, I pray for this daily. I pray for wisdom every single day. And uh, some people say it's not working. And others, <laughs> I was going to say, is it working? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading. I got my, my, my dad's Bible open. And one of his notes says, do not be angry. Forgive. So I forgive you for thinking that. <laughs> um, so let's talk about wisdom. I got a whole whole bunch of things to talk about wisdom. And why are we, why are we flipping the wisdom when we're talking about end times? Because having the wisdom and the understanding and knowing what's real, what's not real, and at least having a discernment of saying, hey, 
I may need to research this out a little bit more because I see people making choices in their everyday life on things I'm like, why are you doing that? I mean, and they're doing it without any thought. And then they, then they have issues and they're like, okay, now they're upset because they have issues. I'm like, well, if you if you'd actually researched something a little bit more or had a little more awareness, you may not have made that choice again. And it does and pick a topic. It I see it in all, all aspects. I see it in the health, I see it in economics, I see it in faith, I see it in their health of, of their physical health. Um I mean, just go down the, the main topics. I see people making choices that they're really just not thinking about it and having awareness. And right now, I think we have to be astute more than ever before. And we have to be paying attention like never before. And we have to be able to do it in a way that said we're not falling prey to what Satan wants. And Satan's creating all this chaos and this deception. And the only way to find find your way through it is in the Word of God. You know, GJ, it's interesting you, you mentioned that because the, there's a cycle that people go through. And I've been through this cycle many times, probably. I'm, I know you have, too. But I get asked oh, all the don't, time. Don't now. say about me. Dude, speak for yourself. I said you probably do. Well, you can say oh, hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. So people ask. Teasing, uh, people. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I guess you are. Uh, people have been asking as right. we've started this whole show. Right, and actually, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me right now, man. You're killing me. Anyway, I people have been asking Tiny and I all the time recently, actually over the last year and a half, ever since this whole virus thing started. So what do we do now? Because so, Tanya really educated herself at the very beginning of this virus situation about what it was and how to combat it and what was going to happen. And people were seeking advice from her and counsel and wisdom. Okay, there's that, there's that word. And as we started this broadcast, people have been asking me, I'm sure they've been asking you, what do we do with this they don't information? don't ask me anything. They, all, nothing. they go to the smart guy, and that's you. Ah, uh, yeah. We're, you know what? You got to stop selling yourself short. You're one of the smartest guys I know. So there, what? right back at you. What? That's right. Just record it. I need to record that. Hold on one sec. <laughs> it's don't worry. It's, it's recorded. You can get back to Facebook and watch it. As a matter of fact, just go to 3850. And you'll see it again. And then rewind it on rewind. Anyway, here's the deal. When all these things are happening around us, when all these all the negative news is in the news, when it can, when it's bombarding our phones, bombarding our computers, bombarding our email, our text message, and all the craziness that's going on around our cities and our world and our country, the when I here's what I do. I go straight to the scripture and I find peace there because God is the one who wrote those scriptures through 40 different people over several thousand years. And all of it is corroborated. All, every single bit of it is corroborated. I find peace in knowing that Jesus is the answer. And so when we talk about wisdom, what we're really talking about is we're talking about finding Jesus. When I seek his wisdom, I'm seeking him. So the... You mentioned Solomon, and in James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, it says, this is for everyone, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. That's the key. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. 
Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. So God says, or James says, if you need wisdom, ask God. He's generous. He'll give it to you. But when he gives it to you, he's saying, I want you to follow what I have taught because that is wisdom. But if our attentions are focused on other things other than God at the same time, then then the wisdom that we have right in front of us, which is right from God, it won't mean anything to us. We have to decide to follow God because that wisdom will always lead us to him. So my answer to people to say, what, what should we do? I say, look for wisdom. And that wisdom is found in Christ alone because that wisdom comes from God the Father. So I know you have a lot to share on this. I have a lot to share on this. I've got scriptures coming out of everywhere on this subject that will all pretty much point us to the same thing. Um, but what were what were your what were some of your thoughts about wisdom that you wanted to share with everybody? GJ? You're so smart, and the Holy Spirit has anointed you. You actually covered all of mine, so I really had nothing. So I got nothing left to share. Thank you very much. Thank. You. So, moving on. Uh, actually, you 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 had you hit exactly what I was going to say, and what now I'll add a little bit to it because. Um, in my notes, I have, and I'm in Ephesians, so I put on my glasses to read Ephesians. So Ephesians 15 through 17, you know, talks about, um, you know, wisdom and, and wisdom's found in the Lord. I'm paraphrasing. And so one of, one of the things that I've always liked is asking inquiring questions. So what does it mean to be wise? And you really, but you basically answer that, Dan. And, and 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 what does it mean to live as a wise man? And really, it's understanding God's will for you and living in, in God's purpose for you and being in the word and God and Jesus are what is wise. So if you really want to know what's really wise, there you go find it. A lot of us try to find it in different things. We try to find it on TV. We try to find it on phones or social media. Uh, other people, and there are a lot of wise people. We know some of them. You're one of them. And and the always through the wisdom. Oh my gosh, dude! What I told you, it's a busy day. I told you it's a busy day. Gosh, oh my gosh! <clears throat> you can always bank on it. You can find wisdom in God, and that's in His Word, which is the Bible. Not just, I mean, not, I mean, it's all throughout the Bible. It is the Bible, right? The whole book is full of wisdom. The whole book is wisdom. You know, and um, I was I was trying to look up 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5, but I'm having a little difficulty at the moment. But if you look back to Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Now, Proverbs is, when you mentioned Solomon, it's the whole book of the wisdom sayings of Solomon and some other people that actually they uh, added to it. But it says in verse one, my child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. And uh, by the way, so sorry about that phone going off in there. I, I'm going to mute that right now. So it doesn't happen again, but um, we my child wise and shut it off before the show. But, uh, I, should have I said that out loud or am I just thinking that? 
No, you were right. 100% right. That's wisdom right there, bro. <laughs> Proverbs 2, 1 to 11. My oh. child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Here's, here's what it says in the NLT. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Now, a lot of people don't know what it's like to have a radio anymore because we, listen, we literally will go to a website and or an app and it actually will play the radio or play whatever we want. But it's the same concept, right? Back in the day, if you had a radio, you had to find the channel and then you had to kind of slowly tweak it in to where you could actually hear what was going on. Now we have a direct address, we type it in and we go straight to it. It's the same concept, tune your ears to wisdom. Go to the website of wisdom. Go to the IP address where wisdom is and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Verse four says, search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then, this is the key, you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Oh, I like this next one. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the path of, of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. I mean, I could go on. Here's the bottom. Here's again the bottom line. If you are wondering what to do during these times, as GJ says, the two minute warning or the beginning of the end times where we are, seek no further than the scriptures. Proverbs chapter two tells us exactly what we need to do. And then the rest of the scriptures, whether it's Daniel, Ezekiel, Revelation, first, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, as Eric put into the chat, there are scriptures that help us to see the signs of the times we're in. Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21. Go to the book of John. Look in the book of Mark. Look at all Paul's letters about what's happening to the church. Same kind of issues that were going on in the days of Noah. Go to the Old Testament. Are going to happen in the end times. Same thing as the days of Jonah. Are going to happen in the end times. Um that is all wisdom. And if you need to know what's going on in the end times, you don't need to look any further than the scripture. What do you got, GJ? You got a scripture? <clears throat> yes. And I'm in the book of James in my dad's Bible in chapter one, verse five. And he has it underlined. And then he's got some really good notes here um, about, you know, trusting the Lord and, and having wisdom. And in and, and James 5, it says, if you need wisdom, ask for ask our generous God. Ask our generous God. So what can you do? Ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will give it to you. So a lot of times people go, why, why would he give it to me? Who am I? You know, that's just Satan creating that fear, that doubt. And God is willing to give it to you. He wants to bestow this upon you. And so, so, so he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, which means he wants you to ask because he wants to give. And maybe you need to make some changes. And then what are you holding on to that you can let go? And, and a lot of times you're carrying extra weight and that weight creates uh, challenges in our lives. And then, then it creates other fear. So by laying down certain things or idolatry, I mean we can we could we could do a whole a whole bunch on idolatry. Uh and I went through a whole process and then I'm realized, oh my gosh, how much 
idolatry I had in my life without even knowing I had idolatry in my life. And I don't want to get sidetracked. Well, God gave me some wisdom saying, oh, my gosh, you're holding on to this. Oh, my gosh, you actually have this in your home, unbeknownst to you, that you shouldn't have in your home. And, you know, it was stuff that people had given me over time, and I'm like, didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, there's a, I get a weird feeling. So God will give you those feelings as well. I mean, God gave us feelings for a reason. And uh, you want wisdom? Go right here. Right here is <laughs> um, I always love it when you do that. <laughs> By the way, that wasn't your your phone, your computer, your security system, and whatever else you've got there beeping and notifying and talking and it might have been Tanya though. I'm just <laughs> it might have been Tanya. It might have been. Uh, second, yes, second. I said it. Go hey, back to my sponsor, which we don't have. Hey, we're we're gonna have a sponsor soon enough. Second Amen. Peter chapter three, verses fifteen and sixteen. Um actually hold on one second. Let me go back. Oh yeah, let me go back. Wow. I didn't realize how much was in Second Peter chapter three. There's Until a lot, time. there's a lot of notes in Second Peter. Thanks to my dad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's go back to verse nine. Um, verse eight. First, first Peter chapter three, verse eight. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is as a thousand years to the Lord and a thousand years is like a day. Because he's talking about the things being um, present in heaven and earth have been stored up for fire. So second Peter chapter three is talking about the end times. And what's going to happen to the earth during the end times. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. In other words, everyone to come to the wisdom of the fear and knowledge of who God is and what he what he's did for what he did for us. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise. And the very elements themselves will disappear in fire. And the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives should you live? Looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. This is, sounds very, very, very um, deep and heavy, but... We are looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth. He has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. Remember a couple of weeks back before I read the next few verses, we talked about Satan and about the fact that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. He's the prince of this world right now that we that we live in and that this is not our home, but there's going to be a new heavens and new earth. Verse 14. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. And then the key verses. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him. Speaking of these things in all of his letters, some of his comments are hard to understand. And those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters to mean something quite different, just as they do with other parts of scripture. And this will result in their destruction. I'm not sure what else to say about that. 
things, I mean, that, things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. I don't even need to. I don't even need to lean because there you said it. Um, so so I, I'm just gonna share some of my notes that I wrote that I that I wrote down and going back to God is the Lord of wisdom. So if you want wisdom, go to God. He's willing. To, he's willing to bestow it upon you. So when we know God and have a relationship with him, it's natural to invest time in learning his teachings, the Bible, seeking to know and practice his will, which is good, perfect, and pleasant. And in spite of that, as you said, Dan, you know, the earth that we live on now is temporary for all of us. So what's next? Heaven or hell? Which do you choose? Are you ready? And if you're not ready, we can show you how to be ready. You know, there's an invitation. All you have to do is ask. It's that simple. It's very simple. Now, you're going to have to make some changes in your life. And God will help you through that. I mean, he's done that with Dan in in a lot of ways. (laughs) He's still doing it with me. It's a continual lifelong thing. I'm in my infancy. I'm like a little baby. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'm in my infancy. What was the last time you were on a baby? I'm not sure that's how they sound, but all right. <laughs> that's a great question. I know a lot of people right now that have babies, but they're not around me. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Back to you, GJ. Back to you. Uh, back to you. So you be intentional. So are you, are you willing to be intentional? So obviously you're watching the show at this point, you know, 54, 18, are you, you're being intentional by watching this. Uh, and even if you're ones that are trolling us because of Israel, uh, hey, you need Jesus too. So I ask God for wisdom and seek to understand his will for your life. And that's a very simple question, asking what is that? And he's willing to bestow upon it. Now, a lot of times we're unable to hear it because we're holding on and listening to all this other stuff. We could go on and on and on, and we talk about it. And if you're not sure, just go rewind this, because it's all going off in Dan's house. Things that make you go, hmm. So what can we do? Ask God. He's willing to bestow that wisdom. And he's willing to give you that discernment so you know what to do, what not to do. And then he may point you into something. Are you willing to read it? Are you willing to learn it? Are you willing to dive in? A lot of people say no. Well, then why? I ask why. It's that simple. Why would you put it off? So to me, it's time to pray. And before we pray, is there's three things we've said over and over and over is are you in the word? Are you praying? And who are you surrounded with? And yesterday, one of the three points that Matt Pat, uh, pointed out is, are you around friends or are you around foes? Friends are there to support you. They, they're, they're willing to do whatever to help you or guide you. Where a foe is, they may act like they're willing to help you. However, they have an ulterior motive, and it usually it's for self-gain or self-glory. And so who are you surrounded with? Are you truly around people that are for you? that you can be vulnerable with and that are going to love you and be there for you no matter what. And obviously, you know, 
our relationship, mine and Dan's. You saw Brian last week, our first guest that we've had. And uh, since then, we have no uh, no other guest. Oh, it's only been a week. Yeah. Um, so we, we have that kind of relationship. And, and that's led to this show. And so one of the things we've we've shared between us is we have to model that. And, it, and it, it can be a fearful place. It can be a scary place. However, when you start to give it to God and start to look towards God, start to read his word, start to pray, then that discernment wisdom starts to happen. Even if somebody lets us down, if Dan let me down or I let Dan down, we're human. It could happen. However, God has this. And he's going to restore that at some point. And it may be heaven. So what can we do? To me, it's a perfect time to segue and, and to, are you ready? And if not, we can show you what to do. You pray, Lord God. And this is this is a prayer. And I'm reading this prayer because this is all wisdom. And this, this is, you know, one of the things we want to equip you to move forward. Lord God, I thank you for being so generous and deliberately giving us the wisdom we need to live well. Today, I choose, today, I choose to live as a wise person. I ask for your wisdom. I will choose to know and live your will for me because I know that is good, perfect, and pleasant. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you don't know Jesus, back to you, Dan. Well, you just did it. You just you just let him. I mean, I pray that everybody prayed that prayer with you because that is the gospel message in not even one minute or less. But here's here's the rest of the story. Here's what happens, right? When you accept Jesus, what you just did, if you prayed that prayer with GJ. In Proverbs chapter 2, verse 9, it actually says, once you accept the wisdom that God has, which if you accepted Christ just now, that's the best piece of wisdom you could ever follow. Like I said at the very beginning, wisdom leads you to Jesus because Jesus is wisdom. Jesus is the Son of God. God the Father sent His Son to die on the cross for us, be resurrected, and provide life to those who, who receive His forgiveness. Here's what it says in Proverbs 2, verse 9. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair. And you will find the right way to go for wisdom will enter your heart. That's Jesus. And knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right way to walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong and they enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked and their ways are wrong. You can't say anything more about what's happening in the world right now than Proverbs chapter 2, verses 12 to 15. But wisdom will save you from all those things. So I'm not sure if I should even say the prayer again because you just said the prayer. You, I couldn't have said it any better than that. But well, Yes, you can. And I, I think some people, they're asking for the wisdom they haven't given their life to Jesus. So I think we, we need to go back to school. Yeah. 101, 101. Let's pray it again then. Well, if you are if you are listening to this and you really feel like there's this tug, and by the way, here's what the enemy does. There's so many distractions going on in my house right now. And there's so many distractions even around and even phones going off, which I just turned off a little while ago. But it, sh it should not deter you from accepting Jesus in your life right now. 
all the things GJ and I have been talking about for the last seven or eight months. And you're here listening to this. And there are some of you that have probably never heard this and you're hearing it for the first time. Some of you that have heard this and you're at that point right now where you need to say, that's it. I can't do this anymore on my own. I need Jesus in my life. I need wisdom. I want what they are talking about. All I need to do is pray this prayer. So just pray this with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you came into this earth to die for our sins. And Jesus, there is only one true God. And he sent you, his son, to this earth to do just that, to be the substitute because we are lost without you. We've broken your law. The only way to have a relationship with you was to have a sacrifice, and that sacrifice was Jesus, your one and only son, who not only died but rose again, conquered over all of death, hell, and the grave, and then sits at your right hand even now because he ascended to heaven. And he's praying for you and I, for you and I. So, Lord, I pray that everyone with the sound of my voice would just accept the forgiveness that you have. That's all they had to do. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I accept your forgiveness. Make me new. Come and live in my heart. May wisdom reside in my heart so I know the right way to go. And may my life from this point on reflect your wisdom as I become more and more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Wow. I feel new just by hearing that. And I've heard it a lot of times. Maybe, maybe it just didn't take the first time. <laughs> or the first few thousand times for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we thank for everybody in the chat. Uh be interesting what happens this week. We'll see. And uh, we thank for everybody, you know, chiming in. And uh, we believe in you. We love you. And give it to Jesus. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. God bless you. Pray, prepare, protect, proclaim the gospel, and keep doing it. Just for, put that on repeat. Do that every single week. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.